AJ Allmendinger, a lot of things going on for this guy. We're going to talk about a NASCAR coming up here in moments, but uh, AJ Allmendinger, trying to figure out your damn schedule, Broham. You got the Daytona 24 hour. Are you still going to be doing NBC stuff? You got NASCAR uh, Xfinity and Cup racing going. Uh, what's next? What's next? <laughs> uh, I just, uh, breaking news, honestly, I just signed a, a monster truck deal. <laughs> so I got 20 shows this year. And uh, no, I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> the thing is, though, I'm going, I would love to see AJ in a monster truck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This semi retired life, I just, my golf game went to complete hell over the last two years. I had this dream, like, Okay, you're going to be semi-retired playing every day, man. You're just going to be enjoying it and life's great. And I was more pissed off every day playing bad golf. So <laughs> Matt Colligan and Chris Rice and all the men and women at college racing, they, uh, they gave me an opportunity and said, Hey, this part-time deal, you want to try to make it full-time? I said, let's go. And yeah, the old semi-retired life is, is done. We're back doing this full-time. <laughs> so full-time. And, and on top of it, as, as you asked, <laughs> yes, still in I don't know what the free time looks like or the off days. Uh, still trying to do as many races for NBC Sports and IMSA. So we'll be doing that at Rolex uh, for the third year, racing and doing the television for it. And and the week the races that I can fit in, we're going to still do that as well. Oh, AJ Allmendinger, NASCAR pilot, IMSA pilot, NBC. Motorsports, AJ Allmendinger here in the Freak Nation. So it's a full time gig in the Xfinity Series. You're going to try and qualify for the Daytona 500 in the Cup Series. No, road course. No, road, no, I'm sorry. Road no, course. The road right? course. Okay, road course. No. Thank you. Thank you, bro. I don't actually have to qualify that race. We got for the uh, <laughs> it, it, the way it kind of works out. So you, we have Kaz Grala doing the uh, doing the attempt for the Daytona 500 for college racing, and if he gets in, I think we're for sure locked into the road course race since there's no qualifying. Uh, and if not, then it kind of depends on who shows up to the road course and, uh, what, what teams that, that don't have the charter show up to the road course race and if we get in or not. So yeah, it's kind of a little bit based on Kaz, no pressure, man, if he's listening. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, and I can't control it. So we'll, our main focus is on the Xfinity series and, uh, heading to Daytona in a couple weeks after I get done at Daytona. I'm just going to buy a condo probably here in Daytona because I'm here for like the next month and a half, I think. Well, I saw your cat <laughs> overlooking the ocean, and I, I assumed it was a condo. Yeah, we rented it. I just may, I may maybe just purchase it because I'm going to have to be here for, <laughs> for a little bit. So, uh, But good problems to have. This is Freak Friend, A.J. Almendinger. A.J., how did this come to you? Did they reach out to you to run the road course? Well, it, 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 so the way it really kind of planned on, on going is Matt Colleague and, and all the men and women at call racing, they're, they're really focused on trying to move their program out, uh, up to cup in 2022, still having the Xfinity team, but the talk has been to try to, to move up to cup in 2022. So, uh, they're going to run the super speedway races and, and wanted to run the Daytona road course when they switched that race from Fontana to the Daytona road course. So that's kind of how it started and maybe possibilities of running more road course races, but, uh, kind of see how this, this first little stint goes between the 500 and, and the road course race at Daytona. And then really focusing on from there of, of, you know, what that road course schedule looks like, like Coda and road America and everything like that. So 
uh, as I said, really the, the important thing is having a strong start to the Xfinity season. And uh, if the road course races happen, then great. If not, we're, uh, we're focused on trying to win races and, and ultimately a championship. It seems like a lot for them to balance, but then again, that's that's why they're successful business people, but Matt himself. So the ultimate goal is full-time Cup Series and full-time Xfinity Series in 2022. I believe so. Uh, you know, that'd probably be a, a better question for Matt Collig and, and Chris Rice. But yeah, I mean, that's been the focus when the new car comes out. I think they Matt wanted to do it this year when before the pandemic hit and, and the new car was supposed to come out this year. So uh, that was some of the talk and that obviously got delayed. And uh, you know, the, the ultimate goal is to have strong, strong Xfinity team. And then you have a cup team and you have something where you can maybe have uh, a, a possible where you start building young drivers and have some in, somewhere for them to go to move up to cup. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, they've done a great job of not, trying to grow too fast. This is their sixth year in existence. And it started with one car for about four years. And then we started doing a, a little bit of part-time schedule and Ross Chastain was a part of that. Elliot Sadler, Austin Dillon ran for them. So did two cars. And then obviously last year, two full-time teams. And then I was running part-time and they felt like it was the right opportunity to, to have three full-time teams. But that was a thing. I, I, I love the growth and being a part of college racing and trying to help that growth. So I asked Chris Rice, I said, I would love to do full time, but if it truly takes away from the team growing and it kind of puts a strain on them, I didn't want to do that, but they said, Nope, we're ready for this. And that was part of the reason of, of running a part-time schedule with a third car. So they're doing a great job with it. And I'm just happy to be a part of it. AJ Amadinger will be driving in the Rolex 24 at Daytona for Michael Shank Racing. He'll be driving in the NASCAR Xfinity Series for Collig Racing, and he'll be driving in the Cup Series in the road course at Daytona for Collig Racing. AJ, I'm sure you're happy that the NASCAR Series is getting more road courses involved, so you could be involved now. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to hate on doing more road course races <laughs> for sure. Uh, yeah, I just feel like it, it, it's fun to have diversity in the schedule. And then even if it wasn't six or seven road courses, I mean, obviously you got the, the Bristol dirt race. Uh, that's going to be crazy to watch, uh, going to a place like Nashville, uh, you know, and I just, I just felt like the, the cup schedule got stagnant for a long time. And I get it. You got tracks and, and you got deals with all these racetracks and, and you have a set schedule to a certain degree. And, and, you know, it's important for all these racetracks to make sure that uh, they have those races for, for the money to come in and, and everything that goes along with it, but it, it just got stagnant. So it, it didn't have to be adding so many road course races. I just felt like going to different places would be fun to do. And they're able to start doing that now with, uh, most of those tracks being kind of under the NASCAR banner. So uh, it, it wasn't the fact that because we had so many road course races, that was a big reason of why I wanted to do full-time, but uh, it's not going to hurt for sure. AJ, you've run thousands of laps at Daytona on the road course. Does that give you any advantage when you get behind the wheel of a cup car to run on the road course early in the season this year? I mean, not much because the, the cup guys already ran the racetrack last year and it'll be a different aero package. Last year, they ran the 750 horsepower 
package, but it was the, the big downforce. So this year the, the cup car will be low downforce. So it'll be a little bit different for everybody, but that's what makes it one of the toughest series to run in the world is you got fantastic drivers and you know, it's, it's no advantage. And quite honestly, what I have done at Rolex and in all the different cars that I've run, it's still nothing like a stock car. I mean, there's, uh, last year I was shocked. I knew it wasn't going to be a lot of grip. I was shocked like how slick the racetrack was and, and how hard it was just to even like try to ease onto the throttle and, and not burn the rear tires off the thing. So it's a complete different challenge from running a prototype at the Rolex 24. Was the last road course that you run that was the last road course that you ran in a stock car in Charlotte on the Roval? That was it. Yep. What can you pull from that? Granted, if I recall, it was a rain fest or do you, is that something you just you said, screw that. There's nothing. <laughs> I can, I can pull if, if I see the weather like that again, we're, uh, we're going to just bring a boat instead and see if it'll pass tech. Um, <laughs> it's, it was, that was a, a crazy day and night, how it turned into it. Uh, but no, I mean, it, it's, you know, obviously the Xfinity race, I show, I show up and I feel like we have a, a great shot to win, but Austin Sindrick and, and that 22 team, they're the champs for a reason. They're the best in the series right now. And they were hooked up at the road course race at, at Daytona last year. And he dominated that between him and Chase Briscoe battling. We were kind of a distant third, the whole race, no matter how the race played out. So uh, we got some work to, to do, but we've been working hard. I'm sure just like every other team has been in the off season, but, uh, it kind of goes with the growth of, of college racing. You know, they're, they're putting their own engineers for the first time last year inside the team, instead of the alliance that we have with RCR, we still have that, but had their own people and, and we're really developing that this year. So we've been working hard in the off season. And when it comes to the cup side of it, that's a, a whole different animal where no matter what, we'll start at the back because there's no qualifying and, and it's cup. So it's so tough. And, uh, it'll be the first time that I'll run that car in, in a couple of years. So, uh, I feel like you go in that race and you just have a solid top 10 starting at the back. And, and if you even have a shot to win, that's going to be a great day. Well, AJ, you're starting up front. You're starting fourth for the Rolex 24 next weekend. Can you talk about how bizarre this year's Rolex 24 has been so far with the roar being pushed right up to race weekend and you guys hardly having very much time this week to get ready for the race? Yeah, truly. I mean, it was, I was very fortunate to, uh, when Mike Shank and, and Meyer Shank racing got the delivery of the DPI Acura, they only had it for, I believe seven or eight days. And, and we went and tested early December in Daytona. And for me, I hadn't been in a prototype since 2016. And really that prototype compared to the ones now, I mean, that was four or five seconds slower. So the DPI cars are crazy fast. So just to be able to get some of that lapse in uh, a test where there wasn't a lot of cars around, so I could go out there and at least run run some laps. And Dane Cameron and Olivier Plow were the, the main drivers. They were there. They helped me a ton to get up to speed. So, you know, at the Roar, there's not a lot of time on the racetrack. And this year they added the 100-minute race that just got done. So – it's a, uh, it's a challenge to get up to speed. This thing is crazy fast. The brakes on it are unbelievable. I mean, it's so late on the brakes and you're carrying so much speed through the corner. So just to try to get used to that again, compared to what I've been driving over the last several years, it's, it's been a lot, but 
between Dane and Olivier and with uh, JPM being the third driver there, I got a lot of uh, great experience and a lot of speed around me. So I'm, I'm trying to learn as quick as possible. AJ Almendinger, Xfinity Series full-time, several races in the Cup Series, of course, run the Daytona 24-hour next week. What's the week like for you now, given it's it's a 24-hour that's not like any other previous? Yeah, I mean, really, it's, it's pretty tame because mm-hmm. at this point, we would be getting ready to, to come down to Daytona and, and get ready, and you'd have some practice on Thursday, but you'd be kind of getting ready for, uh, for qualifying that day as well. And then you'd have a night practice. And then Friday you'd have a early morning practice that you'd kind of get done. I mean, so now we, we have the team will be getting the car ready over the course of the week, but, uh, I have nothing really leading up to, uh, to Thursday where we get back on the racetrack and more than anything, it's a lot of, uh, zoom and conference calls because hmm. between the TV side of it and, still just trying to learn everything that goes along with this Acura. I mean, I got an 18 page manual when I, <laughs> from the team. Like that's how sophisticated the car is. 18 page manual. I've hit a lot of walls in my life and it's tough to read 18 pages and remember all of it. Mm. So, so I'll be still doing that over the course of the week while still doing meetings for TV and for, uh, for the team just to try to be as ready as possible. And what are you hearing about NBCSN going away? That's a good question. And I, I mean, I won't lie to you guys. I was, I hadn't heard anything about it until not that I've been paying attention, but I hadn't heard anything about it until legit the day or two before that the news broke. So, uh, you know, with their streaming side of it with Peacock, there's going to be a lot of that, you know, obviously I'm sure you've read it all just like I have it, mm-hmm. it being some of the stuff being on USA over the course of the year, but I'm not really sure. And, and haven't had any talks with the NBC people on, on that side of it, but they have a lot of options and I know that they really have a passion for motorsports. That's why they took on NASCAR and supercross and motocross and IMSA uh, and, you know, dirt late model stuff, all the stuff that they do, for, uh, for motorsports. So that, that is not weekend and they're going to do everything that they can. I'm sure to, uh, to make sure that we still get to see all of it and, and be a part of it. It's kind of nice not kicking each other in the nuts for 20 minutes. It's been kind of nice talking to you, AJ. Hey, you know, I mean, I guess we all get a little bit older, a little more chill. <laughs> oh my God. No, Something like that. Don't, I don't know. Don't let Kenny fool you. Uh-huh. And I'm sure neither yeah. are you, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just trying to stay away from the COVID, bro. That's my idea, right? COVID. I know. I mean, that's it. We we get in the uh, went to the grocery store, and now we're hanging with the kids here at the condo, Zena and, and Tickles. <laughs> yes, I forgot about the bulldog. Yes. Oh my goodness, that's fantastic. <laughs> that's right. It's crazy, brother. Good catching up with you, man. Happy New Year to you, and kick some ass next weekend. All right. Well, to, to all you as well. Love, love you guys. You know, like, well. Like a stuff that we probably can't talk about where we <laughs> hung around for so long together. So yep. appreciate it anytime. Thank you. Good boy. Thanks, AJ. Thank you, guys. Yeah, good to get AJ back in the Freak Nation. Good to get him back in the car full time. What a busy freaking schedule. 